Broads, today's episode is sponsored by Majori. Everyone could do with a little more luxury in their life, right? And the easiest way to do that with a piece or a few pieces of jewelry from Majori. Majori makes fine jewelry for every day that's handcrafted using the best materials around like solid gold, sterling silver, precious gemstones, freshwater pearls, and even diamonds. Ooh, and each piece from Majori is handcrafted, ethically sourced, and super high quality. You can shop the new limited edition drops on their site every Monday. They always have cute stuff. Or you can browse their collection of everyday staples that will make any outfit from a three-piece suit to your birthday suit look complete. Visit Majori.com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. That's spelled M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash chatty. You're going to get 10% off your first order. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, broads. Good Hi. morning, broads. How are you doing today, Becca? <laughs> I'm going to lie and I'm going to be like, everything is perfect. Everything I just feel bad because I feel like I came in last time. So was that last week? That was last week. Was yes. that really only last week when we came in hot? Oh, no. That was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. No. That was last week. That when was last we had, week. We had like the coming the in internet hot warfare. Yeah, that was last week. That was last week. Wild, wow. right? Yeah, time really flies. I know. Time's a weird one. Okay, time's well, a weird one. Anyway, well then that confirms my concern. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, but this is the thing today, dude. Like you know, when you get emotional, when you get like hormonal and yeah. like overtired, you like cry. Uh huh. I get furious okay. about everything are you hormonal right now i'm i think like i'm i think i'm detoxing like from my diet like i've been on this this candida diet thing for like almost a month now but i think i'm like like i i just feel like i had so much energy the first month and now i feel like kind of like sluggish heavy and like really it's finally tired it's and like kind of like headaches and stuff like that yeah it's finally month, like, it was great everything's good i've never felt better and then all and of a sudden then, in a month boom yeah, yeah i i'm which i think that'll be good because then i think i'll feel better in like a week or two like way better hopefully but and then also i'm about to start my period so i'm just like everything's kind of on the fritz right now uh-huh. and i'm just like <sighs> But it's really about like insignificant things, you know. It's like, uh-huh. you know, Grayson will like leave out the spices on the counter, and I'm just and like, you're just can like, you please contribute for the love more to the organization of the kitchen? And it's Give really me unfair. One good reason why I'm still with you, oh, exactly. <laughs> but you know, the good thing is, is I know I'm growing because then I can do that, and then like two minutes later being like i'm really sorry whereas before i'd be like i have the right to be angry i have the right to fight but i'm not mad at any of you this week this week in fact actually the opposite i just felt like there's so many kind validating messages and comments that we've received over the last oh my goodness and i yeah like i know we wanted to take a moment because i we received so much dms messages everything after our internet warfare episode and just wanted to say like we said in the episode we're not we're probably not talking about you 99% of the broads but yet the 99% who we weren't talking about flooded (laughs) the inboxes with the love and it meant 
so much. Yeah. And also, I, I thought we made this clear, but just in case we didn't, I, we weren't saying don't ever criticize us. That, and again, no, like you said, no, 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 we, no, 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 no. We're, we're probably not talking about anything that you've ever said. No. Likely not. <laughs> Likely not. Probably <laughs> no. not. Like no. your criticism. Listen, send is valid. on the criticisms. Bring them on. Yeah. You know, with with the <laughs> just listen to the episode. Okay. Just listen to the episode. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> um. Okay. I want to ask you a couple things, and then we have sure. a very exciting episode that sure. we're getting into. Sure. Real quick, but let's take a quick yeah. pause, Becca, because especially I know right now you're feeling like you know all sorts. I didn't of, bring my CBD, and I should have. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, I'm. Becca struggling right now. I'm a longtime sufferer, uh, which uh, sufferer of anxiety, which leads to <laughs> you're just I'm a, just long a long-time time sufferer. sufferer. <laughs> Let me tell you about my longtime suffering broads. Okay, that's oh what we're gonna talk God. about this episode. <laughs> I'm a longtime sufferer <laughs> of anxiety. I suffer. Oh, how I suffer. <laughs> oh, how I ache. <laughs> I'm a longtime sufferer of anxiety, which leads to sleeplessness, which leads to one cranky me. And I finally found something that works for me a couple of years ago. And you better believe I'm going to tell everybody I know about it, because if it works for me, it could work for you, too. Secret weapon for calming my anxiety, getting that sleep is feels premium CBD. Yeah. And anxiety aside, it helps me so much with sleep. Like it just puts me into a nice, relaxed, oh, deep yeah. sleep. Oh, oh, my muscles are on unwound. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, feels CBD can help you reduce stress, anxiety, pain and sleeplessness. All you have to do is just place a few drops under your tongue. And when you need it, it will give you the relief that you need. Feels has worked wonders for me. All I needed to do was figure out what dose was optimal for me, which was super easy with the help of the team of experts working at Feels CBD Hotline. I'm so happy I started using Feels. I just can't believe it took me that long to get it started. The hotline's great too. Even if you're someone who's been using CBD, they can help you like figure out a regimen that's going to be best for you. Mm-hmm. Start feeling better with Feels and you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty. You're going to get 40% off your first three months, which is a really good deal. And you're going to get free shipping. 40% off your first three months. Dang. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. When you go to feels with an A, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty. Um, speaking of sleeplessness, I just have to tell you, last night I had a dream. I was ha- I've having crazy dreams. Have you really? Nights. Yeah. Okay, me too. Like vivid as hell. Yeah, me too. Like oh, I gotta tell you what my dream last night. Tell me yours first. <laughs> well, no, mine is just gonna be it's it's not a lot because it was so upsetting. It was more upsetting than a nightmare to me because in my dream, and I'm literally not even gonna say who it is because people will take this shit so seriously. They're gonna start digging and be like, "Do you actually like this person?" It's a guy. It's a person. A public figure I can't stand, okay? He's not a good guy. I had a dream last night that we were, like, at some sort of, like, Coachella festival, but it was kind of like a pool party, whatever, and I walk by, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And I'm kind of like, hi. And we start flirting, and we, like, have sex. He's falling in love with me. And this dream, not only was it, and it was horrifying. And I woke up at one point, like, (gasps) what the fuck? Freaking out, fell back asleep, went back into the dream, woke up again, fell back asleep. I went into the dream three separate times. Okay, this is really bizarre because (laughs) I hated it. You hated it. It was horrible. I loved my dream. So, so, I mean, I loved it in the moment, though. In the moment, I was like, oh, my God, we, like, have this chemistry. And, like, he's so, ew, dude. And, oh, my God. That is gross. It's horrifying. You're going to look at him so differently now. Which is also upsetting. Also upsetting. So, speaking of controversial male figures, so 
my dream tying it back in with last surprise, week. Surprise, surprise. I'm at the Kanye? Super Bowl with Kanye West. <laughs> and, and I too was waking up and falling back asleep back into the dream. And yeah, it was like he was falling in love with me. But then like I knew that he was still in love with his ex-wife, you know, with Kim. And and but then I like got his number and then but then you know in the oh, this happens to me all the time in my dreams where I like can't like my everything's like glitching I like, can't bring my fingers to like text him properly like on my yes. phone and I'm just getting so frustrated and like I knew it wasn't like right because I just knew it wasn't going to work out but like I was in love with him and then I was just trying to like send him a text back and uh yeah it was just so strange back up why did we both have dreams about falling in love with famous figures? Also at large events. <laughs> at large events, controversial figures. Yeah, strange. And we kept waking up and falling back in. And then I and then I bought his Gap Yeezy sweatshirt this morning. <laughs> You're like, well, <laughs> my lover. Like, actually, you would love it. <laughs> my it's lover like just would want black laugh. and oversized That's and huge. Yeah, my lover's my lover's my design. lover. I am Julia Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Like basically what I've discovered, but that's really weird. Strange, right? Yesterday, when we were falling asleep, was two twenty two twenty two. I wonder if there was some weird thing we were falling yeah. into. But why our celebrity partner futures? Not with them. Okay, because I was like, I would know, no. Why are we having these dreams? This this no, is yours is bad. That's like Dan Bilzerian status. Yeah, I, it makes me feel ill. Like I'm, I'm truly, I'm telling you. And it was, and it was. What was upsetting to me is, you know, when you're in the dream, I'm not connecting the dots really. So then I'm feeling these things, and I'm okay with it in the dream. And then I wake up and I'm like, you disgusting bitch. I have had that about some of the most random people. Like I remember our worship leader who I had no attract sexual attraction to i never thought of him that way then i have a dream that you know he's like going down on me and cheating on his <laughs> wife and it's like this whole thing and like what and i'm obsessed with him you know and i'm like what is going on here so then when you saw him again did you feel i was just kind of like no i was just sort of like disturbed like i was just like why did i have that dream? yeah yeah it is weird when you have those types of dreams about people that you actually know yes because i've had them about like celebrities like you know, I was about to say famously about something I said. Yeah. I famously had this dream. <laughs> so stupid. But no, I I uh, had a sex dream relationship dream about Nick Kroll. Yeah. And so before that, I wasn't attracted to him. And now I will forever, when I look at Nick Kroll, I feel like deep love in my heart for him. But then when you have those types of dreams about people that you actually or know. Like I've had it about like people in my close circle who like a, like a man um, like touching me sexually in my dream like I don't want it. Oh, God. And they're like kind of preying on me. And then I cannot for the love of God. There's one person where that's I've had that dream twice and i can't figure out any correlation to like you know you know how a dream interpreter in dream interpreter would be like maybe you feel like violated by them emotionally yeah. like in some way well because normally they say that sex isn't connected to right 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 yeah. so and i can't piece it together but and now every time i'm around them i'm just like <gasps> they, well, they sure, get near me i'm just like, but i'm like what the hell subconscious what are you doing <laughs> Stop. It is, the subconscious is strange. And it's weird that you've been having super vivid dreams because I, same. Yeah. And I and I 
I can't stop them. And I almost want them to be stopped because I wake up having too many. I have too many emotions waking up. I had the Kanye one that I also had the dream last night that I was with my ex-boyfriend, who I always have dreams about, and my sister in the shower. And and I was and it was just like so weird. And in the dream, I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. And then we were sneak and then my dad was in the kitchen, so we all had to sneak out. I wasn't doing it. It was just all weird. It was just weird. And I'm like, why? Please stop. It's 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 traumatizing <laughs> because I mean the thing that's weird about it too is it's like you are experiencing it yes. in your brain, so it's so hard for it not to be a reality yes. for you. And, and you're, you're like, like, I didn't choose this. No, <laughs> that's the pro- I didn't choose for my that's- sister. How dare you, dreams? We did not make this active choice, and yet I'm dating this man in my dream who I would rather die than date? My sister is next to me naked with my ex-boyfriend in the shower? That's I would never choose that. Never. Why? Why would you ever want that? Of course not. It's very upsetting, and I don't like it, and I reject my subconscious, and whatever it's trying to tell me, I reject it. I guess we need a dream interpreter on here again. Yeah, I remember when we had the dream interpreter on forever ago that... She was saying that sex, that the act of sex doesn't typically represent no, it has to the do, desire for, for sex. But it was about like, but it was about like relationship, like in terms of uh, just it might like be, emotional You know, yours connection. with Kanye might be because you've been discussing him recently. I mean, I'm sure. So there's kind sense. of that thing of like, you know. The Super Bowl just happened. Don't know about mine. Not sure about mine. Do you follow him? No. I can't stand him. I know, but the hate follow. You no, know, you don't no, take your own advice and just no, follow him to hate his stuff. No, no, don't it's interact. Bizarre. Don't interact. Anywho. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, today we're doing something so fun that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I am truly excited. This is turning my day around instantly. So, on our Instagram, we asked you broads if you would send us questions in that you need advice on which we so appreciate but we kind of tricked you this is such and we're sorry if you need the real advice we kind of tricked you this is honestly such a dumb idea but i love it we're gonna give the worst advice we can think of this is the worst advice you've ever heard we are not doctors we are the opposite of doctors, and we're about to shove some horrible advice right at you. And you know what? Ultimately, by giving the worst advice, maybe it might help some- help someone. I was actually kind of thinking that. I'm like, okay, if this is the worst, but the thing is, some of the worst ways we're going to think of handling it, I'm sure people are going to handle, like, I already saw a couple questions, and I was like, I could think of some bad advice yeah. that people would probably actually do. You know, that they, they, they probably would do that in their sure. normal life. So maybe, so maybe if us they calling hear, it horrible <laughs> advice. If they hear it's horrible, then maybe you won't do that advice. In the opposite or, direction. I know for myself, if I'm really frustrated with something and then I hear someone venting in a horrible way about it, sometimes it helps me cool off a little bit and I'm able to kind of gather right. my thoughts right. more. Right. So honestly, ultimately what we're doing, it's it's for the world. Like it's, yeah. it's not for our own pure enjoyment about saying things that are absolutely terrible. Do you think we'll be able to resist like giving some good advice after we give our worst advice i think we might have to sprinkle that in a little bit because i, don't think I know I can how help myself i know how you and i are and i don't think we have the uh self-control to only give bad advice when we feel like we actually have an opinion about something i'm gonna say some truly horrible things but just know that it's all in the sake of fun mm-hmm. <laughs> don't take any of this advice. i would like to timestamp this 
asterisks before these clips are posted on other random like websites saying the broad said if someone cheats on you you should burn their house down (laughs) um the broad say if you want to bring up having a baby with your spouse you should actually just stop taking your birth control and lie to him yeah before that gets taken (laughs) out of context i would like to timestamp in this episode this is bad advice <laughs> because I can just picture clips all of a sudden getting, getting posted on TikTok. Two bitches giving the most horrific advice you've ever heard in your life. Give us and the publicity, but give us the five star reviews. Okay, guys. Please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Please and thank you. All right. Why don't you, why don't we like each pick one? Wait, wait. Have you picked one? I have. You go first. In-law, so Abroad sent in this question, in-laws from hell during wedding planning, how do I help my spouse deal with them? I've definitely got, yeah. Yeah, listen, Broad, I've, I personally myself have dealt with um, having a wedding and dealing with in-laws who have different opinions than I, and this is what you need to do. So this is your future partners in-laws why are you why are you engaged to this person they're this they're these people's dna yeah he will he will or she will or they will become worse than the in-laws that you're dealing with this is true they say you they turn into their father or their mother eventually exactly so so i'm asking why are you with this person no because the in-laws what you're getting is a little piece of them in one little moment of their life and it's gonna be way worse with your partner once you're married so what i suggest you do uh, is number one breakup with cancel this person. the wedding? Cancel then you the don't wedding have a wedding to plan to deal with if you cancel the wedding. Who was the last person that you bumped into on the street that you thought was kind of attractive? I say you follow that person, invite them on the honeymoon that's already been booked, give them your partner's ticket. No, 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 no. Sorry, Jess, this is where I have to step here and say no. You're going to find the person you met on the street. You're going to stalk them. You're going to find out who their parents are. And then you're going to offer the parents an all expenses paid vacation to the honeymoon. You will go along and you will spy on the parents the whole time to see what they are like. That's actually so then you can vet. Do you know what? That's that's though, honestly, that is truly a generous idea. Yeah, Because you're providing you're providing a vacation, a second honeymoon. And then perhaps, you can post about that people. on social media to make yourself look like a better person. Oh, imagine the TikToks you're going to get out of giving away your honeymoon to two people who needed a second honeymoon because they were struggling in their marriage. And Someone you found off the streets. Parents. Yeah. And they love each other. But it's been a tough couple years. And so now you're giving them finally this vacation that they've always wanted. Yes. That's my thing. So I think that you should. 100% just end everything right now. And if you're deciding that you're not going to do that, which you should, um, any anger that you feel towards your in-laws fully direct towards your partner. That's my thing. Mm. It's it's their fault because that's their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't ask for these people yeah. in your life. Direct all your rage at your partner. Make them feel horrible like every single day. Shame them. About who they came from. Right. Yeah. Right. I like that. So, yeah. And, and, And make sure to also continually um, talk about like how you how you would do things differently than their parents and how you're better because of that. And how if actually the partner and their parents would be more like you. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Make sure you bring up if you if you guys have talked about wanting to have kids, make sure you bring up how fearful you are of having children with this person because when you see like their that. family act this way you do not want to bring those genetics into that's this good. world that's so make good. sure you remind them of that very often that's good i saw another question i really liked 
uh, how to stop seeking male validation. And I actually don't think you should stop seeking male validation. Absolutely I not. Ac- actually think you should make men's opinions of you your whole identity. Like your entire identity. So first things first. Um, where would you kick this off in order to make a men's opinion your entire identity? I if if I was this individual, what yeah. I would do is I would go on every single account um, on Instagram that's very focused on the male gaze, perhaps Ooh, I like, like a Victoria's Secret. I like that, and make sure that you do everything surgically. Yes, to uh, you just got to start emulate there. That. Emulate exactly what male society and 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 the patriarchal culture wants of you. So surgery, surgery, surgery. Porn. Watch porn and make yourself look just like that. Of course. You know what? Here's the thing. You watch reality TV show or TV shows. What are you doing? Men hate that. Start just watching porn in place of all the reality TV so that you're picking up on good techniques and not wasting away your brain with reality television. And make sure it's like front page like of of Pornhub. Like make sure it's most popular. Make sure when you look at the porn, you have to make sure it's at least like 95% thumbs up because that means that men like it the most. Right. You don't want to make sure you're 76%. That's not the majority of men. You want to make sure you get 98% thumbs up stepsister porn and give off that vibe that energy whenever you interact with any man be it the bus driver be it be it the the person taking your order at the cafe yeah make them think you're about to suck their dick (laughs) at any moment you need to live in constant uh sexuality oh because that's what the men want right so i would also say too you know if you want to really hone in on the male gaze, mm. make sure you give up all your dreams. Ooh, I like that. So any aspirations that you have, you know, maybe you want to go to school for something new or you're thinking about starting a company, pointless. You start dating a new guy, actually transition your whole life into being something, a life that supports their dreams. Of course. If you, you shouldn't have any interests. The only interest you should have is who you're currently seeing, what their interests are. Well, and you don't want to overstep with their interests. So you want to make sure that your interest is in supporting their interests. Oh, sure. Right? Because so you don't want to be into... Yeah, I hear what you're saying. They're into gaming. You don't want to get into gaming. No. no. Instead, you need to find out what their favorite pizza rolls are so you can always have them yes. stock to bring to them while they're gaming. Right, because if you get into gaming with them, God forbid, you're one better. day you're better. I don't know. That's not... And you would never want to do that to them. You're going to find out what their favorite gaming chair is. You're mm-hmm. going to spend every single paycheck saving up for that gaming chair that yes. they've always wanted or that new gaming console. Mm-hmm. You're going to do that for them because then that will show them that you are a desirable mate. Yes, of course. So, um, we are not going to be able to do this for an hour and a half. <laughs> So now that we've done that for five minutes, we're actually going to now start giving good advice. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun for three minutes. <laughs> we tried. We tried. 
It's impossible. Um, no, it's ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. Well, before we reinvent the wheel over here, Broads, you know what? Listen, do you know what 2022 is all about? 2022 is all about being experimental and learning and growing. And instead of just scrapping this podcast and saying, you know what? We tried this and it didn't necessarily work out. We're taking you on this journey because that's part of vulnerability. It's vulnerability to show that sometimes we think something's going to work for an hour and a half and it can't. And that might be your life too. So you're welcome. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Before we start the new version of this, should we take a quick pause? Yes. Oh, because we're going to need this later. Yeah. Um, much to my dismay at times, Broad's life can just be a little messy, right? Relationships are complex. Family dynamics are complicated and work can be chaotic. Plus about a million other things. I don't have any sort of secret for making life less messy, but I do know a way to make navigating the mess a whole lot easier. And that's by talking it out with a licensed therapist uh, from Talkspace. That's a better idea than listening to us. Don't honestly. listen to us. Talk to someone from Please Talkspace. Please keep listening to us please but also but also do Talkspace <laughs> Talkspace is the online therapy platform that lets you take care of your mental health on your own terms there are thousands of different therapists on Talkspace that specialize in dozens of different areas I actually didn't know this until someone told me this recently you can like hone in on exactly what you want to work on on Talkspace from addiction to relationship issues to anxiety whatever you're going through Talkspace has a specific therapist that's going to be ready to help you with your specific problems um, and when you're matched with your licensed therapist you can mess them 24 hours a day seven days a week and you can even set up video visits when you're ready and it's convenient for you i know so many people feel like mental health help is out of the question because it can be expensive and difficult to find providers that take your insurance uh, are taking new patients or are close by talkspace fixes all of that a month of therapy will cost just a fraction of what an in-person therapy session would cost they're always taking new patients and you'll get to talk to your therapist from anywhere in the world it's therapy made simple so go ahead join talkspace today and start the journey to a happier healthier life. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code chatty at sign up. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com promo code chatty. Abroads, you know the very cute blog moms that have a nice, neat, but you know, clean living room that somehow never has a single thing out of place and they always have a beautiful gallery wall up of their uh, family? Well, Whatever the opposite of that is called, that's kind of where I fall. Oh. You know, it's a little bit chaos over here. But trust me, I would like that. I dream of having a beautiful wall of all the photos of my family up on it. And I know that I can do that. And I vow to do that. And I know I can do it with Framebridge. No, dude, Framebridge, Framebridge actually makes it feel like I can have an aesthetic, perfect wall in my home. They make it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. You can add a gallery wall to your home office with their gallery wall options, by the way, that will like give you the exact dimensions of like how you need to hang everything just so it's perfect. It's really awesome. Um, or you, it's also the perfect gift from art prints and diplomas to photos sitting on your phone. You can frame bridge just about anything. And it's really easy to get started. Just go to framebridge.com. You can upload your photo or if you'd rather send like a physical item like a poster in, they're going to send you a safe uh, packaging set up to do just that. Then you'll be able to view your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Uh, once you found the perfect frame or gallery wall layout for your blogger mom dreams, all you have to do is submit your order and the experts at Framebridge will deliver your pieces to your door ready to hang in no time. Get started today and frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift by going to framebridge.com and use promo code chattybroads to save an additional 15% off your first order. So just go 
to framebridge.com promo code chattybroads, framebridge.com promo code chattybroads for 15% off. Okay, so now should we actually do... We're regrouping and we're going to give you some good advice because it just hurts my body too much and you can only say so much shit, right? Um, Okay, I have one. This is an interesting one, okay? So a broad sentence, um, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend blew up on me over a false claim, like super mean what should I do? Well, what the hell is the false claim? There's context here. Of course, there needs to be context. Is it is it a cheating claim? Right. Is it something that was just kind of rude? You know, what was it? Here's my thing, though. Boyfriend's brother's girlfriend. Obviously, we want to be kind to people and be, you know, communicative. But that is so far down the line. Maybe unless the boyfriend lives with his brother. And their roommates or something but like that. But even so, the boyfriend's brother's girlfriend has no... I mean, I, I you might be having to interact with this person on a regular basis, but I'm just saying for your state of mind, yeah. if what they said, you said was super mean, and you're trying to process that, it's important to remember that it you can only do so much, and this is not your boyfriend who you're having this interaction with. Yeah. This is your boyfriend's brother's girlfriend yeah but they're also potentially like they could both end up marrying the brothers and then they're stuck with each other for life it's true but again this is this is my biggest thing that i feel like i've walked away from with some (laughs) in-law family drama is that i always have tried to control it right and it's hard it's really hard to not take it super personally because you're worried that your boyfriend or your partner will think less of you because of what some of these other people are saying you can't control what they're saying you can be kind you can try to be communicative but at the end of the day if someone's being super rude to you or they have opinions of you that aren't true you can't control it well, here's what I think. I think that she's actually where this is coming from. I just without any context, I know that this is coming from. She actually is in love with your boyfriend. Like and she actually was dating his brother <laughs> to get closer to him. So what I actually think you should do is go straight to the root of the problem. So you should actually <laughs> confront her and be like, look, bitch, I know you're jealous of my man. Mm-hmm. I know you decided to pick the less attractive brother Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I know that you're jealous and that's why you did this. Mm -hmm. So back the fuck off. It's my man. You can have, you know, you can have the brother. Mm -hmm. Just like get your jealous ass out of here. That's what you should say. I think that's great advice. (laughs) But for real, I think a lot of it, the truth of it is that there might be jealousy that's connected Maybe, you know, if let's just say it's healthier, right? Let's just say you and your boyfriend have a better communication or a better current relationship. You're not maybe fighting as much and you're the brother's girlfriend and him are are bickering a lot. Or maybe there's so many maybe you're hotter. (laughs) There's so many layers to this, too. I've noticed in my own experience where when there was like a girlfriend dynamic that I've had with in-laws and everything, um, there's so many things that people don't communicate. Your this this girlfriend, your boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, might feel like their parents I like was you thinking more. That. I was just thinking they that, like think maybe the rest of the family, like, like give subtle digs, yeah. like or yeah. or compliments to to you uh, around her. You know, I specifically know someone who is currently dealing with this exact thing. That's so rough. Where it's a brother and sister, and they 
both have a boyfriend girlfriend yeah. and one of the kids their partner the family loves the other one the family talks smack on behind closed doors all the time so the uh sister in the yeah. family whose whose partner they're always criticizing she is constantly going after the brother's girlfriend misplaced and, like anger yeah, towards because, something that's out of the other one's control hurt. yeah she's hurt totally get that and that's something that the family needs to deal with right. that's not about you right um so as best you can as hurtful as it is obviously you try to communicate when you can and be kind and you know see hey how are you feeling and when you said this is hurtful yeah. but have your own boundaries and try to remember that it's very likely not about you and just focus on your relationship with your partner who you care about more than the outside voices. Yeah, and I would just try not to be petty back to her. Yeah, that's a, a thousand percent. As soon as you start to get petty, this isn't somebody who like you work with that like nobody right. knows that you're being petty with. Right. This is a family thing. Yeah. So if you have a slip up, you might end up looking like the immature one in this yeah and also it's not gonna you know to get biblical here a gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger that's a proverb you have been spouting off some powerful bible verses lately my queen <laughs> got them in my brain can't ever get them out but i don't want to there's some really good ones and i think that it's that's true. like a i think that's powerful wisdom it's like you know they go low, you go high. I'm much better at the words of wrath and the harsh words that stir up anger. But in this case, where it probably is in your best interest to try to keep the peace, try to go high since you do have to like presumably be around this person at least a few times a year. Yeah, you know, you're totally right. I think too, something just in general, and I don't know what all of these questions are, but I think so often so much good can come from stepping away and taking a pause for a minute yeah so often you have an initial reaction which is completely valid but so often like if you walk away for a little bit take a couple days take a week intentionally do things you enjoy don't just sit there and just seethe have a week that's you know maybe filled with you hanging out with people that you friends you love and doing a little self-care and sometimes you'll come back after a week and be like it's not that big of a deal yeah. Yeah, it's not worth it for me to go there yeah. or exert my energy with this person in this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Okay, next one. Next. next! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my best friend and I have a really imbalanced friendship. What do I do? I picked this one because I've been there. I've been on both sides. I've been the one that's not putting in the weight and I've been the one yep. that is pulling the friendship along. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So I'm guessing if this person is saying bringing this up when they say we have a really imbalanced friendship, I'm guessing they're they're feeling like they're the ones putting in more effort into the friendship. I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine they're taking the time to write the question out, so they're probably putting more effort into the friendship. Yeah. Um I will say in my experience, if this has been I've had a couple friendships where I have evaluated and been like, I've been bitching about this friendship being imbalanced for years. Like, and I've maybe taught, like, it, there's certain things where you can talk to someone, you know, and you could be like, I feel like you always flake out on our plans. So one, I have a friend where I was kind of being the the one that was not putting in, in as much effort. She's mm -hmm. like, you always bail on our plans. Like, you know, I want to make time with you. Can you like prioritize, like, especially if we make plans together, like, can you just like prioritize our friendship more? Mm -hmm. And I valued our friendship. So I was like, 
yeah, you know, I do need to stop being so flaky and like really like kind of think think about you. Um, so there are things like that where I feel like you can just bring it up and just be like, hey, you know, like I'm, I've been trying to reach you and it's really hard or like yeah. you've been flaking out or yeah. like sometimes I need your support when I'm going through things. Um, I think that's really hard. But if you can just try to use that eye language, like sometimes I don't feel um, like I can go to you when I'm going through a difficult time because I, you know, I feel like I'm inconveniencing you. If you like use that kind of mm-hmm. language. I feel like you're person. a massive bitch. Yeah, I feel like you're a massive bitch. I kind of feel like you are just lazy in this friendship. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's good eye language, right? I feel <laughs> like you don't care about me. I feel like you are a uh, C word. I feel like you need to put in more effort. That's that's good. I feel language. like you don't understand what taking accountability means. <laughs> yeah, great, I feel like you shove all blame on everyone else. I feel like there's a reason none, no one from your family speaks to you anymore. I feel like there's a reason I'm your only friend. I feel like there's a reason everyone's <laughs> deserted you. <laughs> this is like real shit that people actually would say. The gray, li- by the way, does think that's what eye language means. I, so I go, can we just go back to I statements? And Gray goes, I just feel like you're, don't put in enough work around the house. Do you know what's funny? <laughs> is that I have a hard time with that too when I'm sitting and pausing and thinking about I language. <laughs> I'm just like, Evan, I just feel like I'm a better partner than you are. So I just feel like I'm better at making sure that things get taken care of. And I feel like I'm better at communicating. Oh, that's not I what, <laughs> that's not what I language. All right. So if you Ignore start to say it. I, that doesn't mean it's I language. But like with a friend, maybe you could say like, sometimes I feel unsupported, yeah. you know, or yeah. I feel neglected. That's a little less putting someone on the defensive and like, I right. feel like you neglect our friendship. That's yeah. a little, the well, yeah, I feel things. hurt. I, yeah. You know, I not your, or just bring it back to the positive, right? I want you to yes. be in my life. Yes. I care about you I care so about much. You. And so it hurts me. And I take it personally when you never call me back. You just said never. <sighs> See, we're working on these things. <laughs> You know, um, <sighs> maybe write it out first. If you're like me, it would probably be better before I approached a friend that I literally mm. wrote it out first. Well, this was the other thing I was going to say. I think you also have to think like, like I said, if this has been a long relationship and there was like one or two where I really like evaluated and I've like, and, and I realized like, dude, I've been pissed off at this person for 10 years yeah. and it's not getting better. Mm-hmm. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to take accountability whether you've because obviously no one's a mind reader. So is this person you're talking about? Have you communicated with them how you feel? Have you allowed them by communicating to step into being a better friend? To right. You? Because I know sometimes for me, personality wise, I can I can avoid, avoid, avoid. And then it's so unfair because I'm never allowing that person to. Yeah, step up and be that individual right. for me, and then you're just carrying resentment. And exactly. this person is another you're carrying resentment. I start the same thing. But if you have been communicating that, I think it's also important to know when to cut the cord. Exactly, and sometimes though it is also important to evaluate like 
do I even value this friendship enough to take the time to give them the chance? Mm -hmm. Mm Because sometimes it's that too, where you're like, I could have the conversation, but honestly, I really would not miss this person in my life if I dumped them. And that's, I think that's fine. Dump them. Totally. Dump them. And then I think if you do dump them, then a way that you can sometimes heal yourself is when you make the decision. Telling everyone else what a bad person they are. Yes. (sighs) Send out a newsletter. (laughs) An email chain. Make sure to CC them. No. What was your good advice? No, I just, I I think something that's important too is that, because I know that I've, I have cut ties before in friendship that I realized not only were not serving me anymore, were really causing a lot of resentment and bitterness and negatively impacting my life, even when they weren't doing anything. Right. Because I was feeling that resentment. This wasn't supposed to be anymore. Yeah. But what was really important was that when I did cut ties, is that bitterness would continue to remain if I would let it end that way in my mind versus trying to evaluate and remember the good times and why we were friends in the first place and being like it's almost like you know mourning a death where it's like you kind of have a memoriam of this is now time and I'm putting this to bed this is done but there were so many great memories with this person and I'm so grateful for what we had in that time and life is full of movement and people aren't necessarily meant to always be in each other's lives for forever and that's okay. I'm not going to lie, though, and I'm not being contrarian here either. I have done that, and then I have made the mistake. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sometimes even a year or two later, mm-hmm. I'm like, we had so much fun together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to apologize. Like, let's let's reconnect. Let's get this friendship back on the back on the road. Girl, I hear you. I've done this with, yeah, I've done this with a yeah. couple people more than once. And then I'm like... We're back here at square one. I forgot about how much I don't like this person. I know. I know. And then and then you kind of have to do the cycle all over. I had an individual. <laughs> Sometimes who, you stay stuck with them. Yeah, because then you have that history, too. I have an individual who I did that with. Yeah. And then we ended up having to be in close contact for a few days because of something. And I let my I let my sweet little heart open up again. And I shared things with them that were personal i did like a dumping session cut to like a few weeks later when all of a sudden i found out that this person had been telling people about the private things that i told them and i was like oh there's a reason i had my (laughs) fool me (laughs) once (laughs) shame on me what was it what was it george bush what did he he say fool me once fool me once shame on you Fool me twice, shame on you. Or it was easy, shame on me twice or something. It was so bad. That was hilarious. Um, but no, that was a realization though. Yeah. But that was also in that mistake. I will say <laughs> mis- twice, shame on you again. Shame on you always. Um, but there is something about in mistakes, even though they're painful, there is growth. Because yeah. after I did that, it hurt, and I was like, fuck, I'm here again. But it was a little bit of a slap where I go, you know what, girl? You now see your tendencies. Your tendency is when you see this, these people is to just drop your guard down, which, by the way, then is very revealing to me that it wasn't even for me about... Um, 
it wasn't even for me necessarily about, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be talking to this person again. It was my desire to, my my unhealthy desire to be liked yeah. and loved yeah. by people. Because all of a sudden I saw a little window. And I was like, oh, this person who didn't like me for a while, I can see we got a little window here. And I was like, like me, like me, love me. And I'm like, girl, pathetic. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, I've been there too, where you're, then you're like grasping at ways to connect with them. So they're like, yeah, I'll open the gates and be vulnerable. Oh my God, yeah. dude. I've done that even with people like strangers. And they're like, yeah, I loved you on the bachelor, you know? And I'm like, let me tell you something about that. And I'm like, and then you why did I do this like that, really dude? intimate secret about, you know, one of the and people then it's on, on the show? The next day, you know, you're yeah. like, why? What the hell was I thinking? Mm -hmm. Oh God. Idiots. I completely, completely can relate to that. Mm. But the, the, I guess, long story short yeah, a little with this bit of a tangent. is that, you know, it's really painful. It yeah. is hard when it's uneven. But I think first and foremost, give them the chance to step into being that friend for you, communicate, but then also be aware of boundaries when it's like, if this is unhealthy for you, you shouldn't force it. Yeah, I think you got to get honest with yourself, too. Just like, do I even like this person anymore? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And remember, too, like, obviously... Some, there are situations where you have to cut out family. Yeah. But friends, they're not even blood. No, snip, I know. snip. Hi. <laughs> this is straight up. That's how I think You have to see them at Christmas. You have to see them at Christmas. Granted, mutual friends, that's hard. True. You might want to preserve. But, I mean, look, even if you're still mutual friends, you can... I, uh, I had to have this mm -hmm. conversation once, like, literally straight up. Someone was like, why don't you want to be friends with me? Like, because I had to be kind of ghosting them, slipping backwards. what'd you say? I mean, I, that might it be. was literally a breakup speech where I was like, I feel like we're moving in different directions and I don't, uh, I don't want, what did I say? I feel like we're going in different directions. I feel like we want different things in life and I'm looking to surround myself with people who have this like same goals as me, which but wasn't it's a lie, but it's good. You have to be honest sometimes, especially when someone comes at you direct and says, tell me why. Which, respect. I and know, it I, wasn't a lie. It was like, it's a very abstract way of saying, I don't want to fuck around with you anymore. Yeah. But when someone asks you directly, I mean, what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? Okay, I got one that I really want to yes. hear your opinion yes. on because I really like... I don't know how to answer this one. And it's, I think it's so complicated. How to know if when you are done having babies, husband and I are not on the same page. Oof. Um, Divorce. The not on the same page is tricky. For right? sure. That's really I tricky. know. Like imagine. Okay. And, and when they say right, I know people are going to be like, yeah, Grayston. People do this all the time. Grayston doesn't want any more kids. And you always say you want more. Bitch, he said he didn't want any kids when I first got... No, he... he the man People doesn't know. The man doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, literally, and, and because I know him, I brought this up before, because I know him, like, literally, two weeks ago, he's just like, oh, I miss them when they were babies. Like, oh. I know, because I know <laughs> him. Like, we're going to get to the point in several <laughs> years where ready. we're going to be like, we're going to have another kid, yeah. be it biological or whether we're taking this step to foster parent, whatever. Um, I just know that because I know him. But... Like if Gray, because I know him, if Gray was like, I like Becca, I'm done. Like he says I'm done all the time. But if he was really like, yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah, I don't want you to get your hopes up for the future because like I do not want any more kids. Ah! 
on to the next baby. <laughs> How would you like? I feel like this. I mean, this is such a tough question. Um, first of all, first of all, how many kids do you have? That's <laughs> yeah, how many are there? Are we talking like you already have seven? Because right. then there's a collection at some point where it's like it's you know, no. But uh, but honestly, first of all, the question: When do you know you're done? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I guess all I can answer personally for myself is in recent days all of a sudden we've talked about this on the podcast I'm like I think maybe in a couple years we might want another one um I think what's really important is to like truly do your best to be in silence with yourself and try to realize is this my opinion is this my partner's opinion is this society's opinion like they would be too spaced out or, you know, or you should have another one. It would be better if, you know, you had multiple, only kids, they're weird. Only children are weird. I mean, like all these things is to really sit in silence with yourself and be like, what do I really want? Or why do I want And it? why? Because so, you might yes. really, because, and I can speak from this for myself. You might really want another kid and you know you want another kid. Right. But I do think evaluating the whys are really important on right. both sides. A thousand percent. And the why could be because I want another child. Yeah. Or the why could be I don't know what I want for my future. And the idea of continuing being a parent provides security. Yeah. Or the why could even be like, you know, I get a lot of joy, you know, out of these phases. But but then if that, which there is absolutely nothing wrong with and I resonate with that. But then also I think you could evaluate like, are there other ways where I can get that satisfaction out of life in different ways? Right. Can I, can, you know, can I, can I volunteer at a children's hospital mm -hmm. or something like that? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, maybe would we be open to fostering? Mm -hmm. Maybe not anything that draft drastic, maybe just like, oh, I could, what if I babysit my, you know, sister-in-law's kids mm -hmm. more often like is yeah. there a way to kind of a lot get of people need help there's a lot of people that need help out right. there for is, sure is there a way you can get what you're looking for yeah because i know when i've had to sit with myself and try to process it for for numerous years my answer typically was i miss the one and a half two i miss the the ages of one and a half and two and the fact of the matter is kids grow and so it wasn't like, I want another child. It was like, I miss that specific age. Yeah. And so, okay. And that's totally valid. And if you if you choose to have another child because of that, that's that's completely fine. But if you are trying to find the answer of like, when do I know we're done? I think it's important to evaluate all of those things and to process. Um, and also on the flip side which try to do that with yourself and model that to your partner instead of trying to force them to do it first. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also fair to ask, like, why is your partner on the same page? You know, is it purely because they're worried about finances? Can you guys work out a plan together? Maybe there's going to be certain budgeting or something with the other kids if you have other kids so that you can make it work to have like another child, right? Like, is it is it because this person doesn't feel like they they have enough energy to do it? Can you create a plan to have, you know, outside help? You have a plan with like a babysitter or, you know, a system, whatever. Like, I think if you can both kind of evaluate what you're worried about missing out on mm -hmm. or entering into either way. That's yeah, really no, it, that's so true. And I think it's like exactly off of what you're saying is creating a really safe space for your partner 
to voice exactly how they're feeling without any judgment. Because the fact of the matter is, it might not, like you were saying, even be about an actual child. Your partner might be really stressed about finances and feeling the pressure like, okay, I then feel like I need to provide more Mm -hmm. and I don't feel confident enough in myself Mm -hmm. right now that I'll be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And they might not feel comfortable saying Mm -hmm. that because they feel embarrassed or whatever Mm -hmm. and trying to really create a safe space. And I think creating a safe space like that looks like as so impossibly difficult as it is, especially when you really want another child to try to come into that without any like pressure of like, but you know, I really want this baby and just have a really open conversation. Or even just like writing them off, which is something I totally have the tendency to do where they're like, I don't know, like, what about like finances? And you're just like, oh, shut the fuck up. We'll make it work. You know, like that's kind of my instinct. Sure. It's just like, because that might be down. That might be so layered for someone too. That might be so layered for someone. And if you and your partner are on different pages, I mean, I know this sounds like so basic, but talk space for real. A fair, I was, gonna, a I was, I was thinking counseling. that a couple's therapist could mm-hmm. really help because there's probably a lot of like uh, deeply rooted like beliefs or fears or things like that that are like underlying, you know, like that. If it, like, let's use finances as a topic, like it might come down to like your partner being scared because they had financial insecurity as a child and it really stressed their parents out. And it's why their parents ended up getting divorced. And then mm-hmm. they're like terrified of doing that same thing over to like their kids mm-hmm. if they were to have more, you know, there's, there's so or much. There's like, usually yeah. And then you look at maybe the birth order of your partner, like maybe they were the the oldest of three and felt like they never got any attention and so there's this concern if there's more that my child might not be might not get the attention like I didn't receive in my family yeah or maybe you're looking for emotional stimulation and and having a new baby and all of the chaos that ensues because of another child is is exciting for you if you feel discontent with where life is at and a little bored Mm -hmm. I've been there too and that might be Something your partner is uh, subconsciously aware of, and that's frightening. Like, I'm, am I not enough mm. right now? Like, I mean, there's so many things that it could be. So I think it's really important to, to be willing to have really uncomfortable moments alone and then conversations with your partner. Yeah. Um, it's not as simple as, like, there's a correct answer. And you know, if all fails like holes in the content, babe, that's like, that's what what Jess and I both did multiple times. And, you know, we love our kids and our husbands love our kids. Right. So it's like, it all works out. out. It all works out. Yeah. I know I said that I took my birth control regularly, but (laughs) that's just a lie. Those are just sugar pills. Those are just white, little white lies. Literally little white lies. (laughs) They were so cute. I just threw them straight down the toilet. Flush, flush. You know what? It's crazy. Like the amount of influencers where they do confessions and people like say that, and you're I like, know. the confessions on the influencer you? pages are always wild to me. I know. I always get like a little bit depressed after reading them, and I'm like, I don't like this. I feel like sick to my stomach. It's They're always kind of intense. Gross. I'm just more like I'm always quite impressed by people's willingness to um say them where you can click on that to say name. them, and then the influencer can see who. It is that sad. It's like, oh my God, I'd be way too nervous. I know. Granted, when you get like hundreds, it's like no one really cares. No one really cares about your icon. But if you see an intense one, you're like, oh. And then you're looking at that person's (laughs) page and you're like, oh my gosh. 
Try not to judge, but wow. <laughs> now that you said you're sleeping with your, you know, your brother's <laughs> wife, now I'm trying to find out who, what her handle is, you know? But of course I need to see what she looks like. Right, exactly. <laughs> of course I need to do detective work. Uh, well, and now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> now a word. A word from our sponsors. Uh, broads. There are so many super simple things you can do to better your health on a daily basis. Drink more water, eat the whole foods, a little exercise, movement, you know the basics. But one of the easiest ways to make sure you feel your best every day is by making sure the air you breathe in your own home is as pure as possible. The best way to do that with the help of an Air Doctor air filter. Independently tested and proven to remove 99.9% of bacteria and viruses, Air Doctor is the number one way to keep the air in your home safe and healthy for the whole family. Air Doctor captures bacteria, allergens, and dust particles that are 100 times smaller than the HEPA standards for air filters. And they're also powerful enough to circulate the air in a 630 square foot room four times an hour. That's wild. That is a lot. That's a lot. I didn't even realize how quickly air becomes noticeably stale and how fast odors can settle in until I got an air doctor. It makes a big difference. And now I can tell the difference because my allergies have not acted up at all since I got one. And I can find that I sleep better when I run the air doctor in her bedroom. Oh, my goodness. The air doctor in the bedroom has changed the game in my house. Evan and I always sleep with our air doctor on. And before I got mine, I was a little hesitant because I just cannot have some of that noise sometimes when I sleep, but the Air Doctor is outfitted with a whisper jet fan that makes 30% less noise than other air purifiers. I will never sleep without my Air Doctor again. It seriously helped my allergies so much. It's it, really, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, you can just send it back for a refund. Just go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code chatty. You're going to receive a 35% discount on their classic Air Doctor 3000 purifier. That is right, 35% off, but only if you go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code CHATTY. So, Broads, you would think that recording two to three podcast episodes a week and researching new guests and creating episode storyboards and recording ads would be enough podcasts for Becca and I, but you would be very wrong. When I'm not working on Chatty Broads, I am a huge podcast listener. That's like mostly oh, yeah. all that I do is listen to other podcasts. And one of my most recent, uh, recent favorites is Life is Short, hosted by Justin Long. And by the way, this is a Wondery podcast, and I love every podcast that Wondery puts Wondery's out. Every amazing. single one. I too, I, I didn't listen to our, our podcast. I listen to a bunch of other ones, like Life is Short. Yeah. Okay, that, Life is Short in particular is all about finding answers to life's biggest questions. Like, how do you make the most out of your time here on Earth? Small questions like that mm -hmm. questions like how can you bring meaning into your life's work and also the really hard-hitting topics like what's the best emoji to use when texting very important yes and justin's candid conversations with celebrities actors musicians and artists will enlighten and entertain and will keep you coming back episode after episode i love a little spirituality with a little humor yeah and I, justin's just amazing uh by the way i think i said this before but middle school me was having the time of my life listening to one of the latest episodes where justin interviews billy zane who famously played the villain I mean, in one of the most Famous movies of all time. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know who Billy Come Zane on, is, Billy Zane, I mean, women and children, <laughs> and Billy on. Zane on the Titanic ship. Listening to Billy and Justin talk was honestly like I was just eavesdropping on a phone conversation between friends. I love to listen to Life Is Short on my evening walks around my neighborhood. It's like the best way to just crush an hour. Pop in my headphones, turn on the latest episode, and before you know it, 
Got my daily steps in and a few good laughs. Listen to Life is Short with Justin Long on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Back to our cutting edge advice. <laughs> our wild advice. <laughs> I actually feel pretty good about some of the advice we've given Me so too. far. I, I always think good our about advice it. is good. <laughs> always. Um, and I do feel, you know what, I feel like starting at the top with some bad advice kind of cleanse my palate for good advice. Me too. Is this a life strategy now? That like not one you want to approach things with quite often. I mean, like when you have like a life quandary that you're like, what should I do? Think of all the worst things that you could possibly do first. And then maybe your mind is clear for the best. I mean, it does help me to think like with things could be worse this could be going on or that i mean i think it does put things in perspective Mm -hmm. you're like i could be upset that you know my rabbit peed on the rug that i just got cleaned such a cute rabbit though (laughs) either my rabbit or my son one of the two peed on the rug and i don't know which one and i just spent literally hundreds of dollars getting this wool rug cleaned after we almost burnt the house down and it was covered in ash but it could be worse Mm-hmm. it really could mm-hmm. like i have the money to afford to get my rug cleaned yeah i can worry about shit like that and not about like how i'm gonna pay rent or you know th- i think it's good and to put have, that in perspective and you have a precious healthy son yeah. and now you have a adorable little floppy oh, rabbit to... bouncing around that house oh my heart I mean, and my bones yeah oh my god <laughs> i don't know about that I don't know about this. We have multiplied our pets like tenfold in the course of one Yeah, no, you weekend. have a full farm happening in your home now. But what happened with the rabbit? So our, my, my mother-in-law, her friend bought three rabbits for her grandkids. Well, they killed two of them, which, okay, that sounds dramatic. That sounds dramatic. But I have to say, the more I was doing research on rabbits, they are born to die. They truly are born wanting to die. They can't withstand temperatures that like just like me, like more than between 50 and 80 degrees. <laughs> I know this is just taking me back to all my rabbits. Oh, yeah, your rabbits. Oh, my God. I know the rabbits. We're just talking about them. I know. But yeah, they're like born to die. They really are. Which makes sense. Did you know they ovulate on command? Yes, I did actually know that. These That's why they multiply like crazy. Rabbits are sensitive creatures. And oh. honestly, a lot of people, you know, no shade, buy rabbits. And they're like, oh, it's an inexpensive, cute pet. No, uh-uh. you need to take good care of your rabbit. Rabbits. Or they'll die. Yeah, they they are sensitive creatures. You need to protect them with your whole heart and soul. Okay? For real, for real. Whole heart and soul. Mm. Whole heart and soul. That's reserved for my children alone. To me, it's Ember and then any other bunnies that come into our presence. Are you going to get a bunny? I would love to get a bunny. Evan's shut down more pets right now. I mean, I will say the 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 potty trade bunny, it's for the most part potty trained. It is pretty easy. It does like kind of oh, just yeah. hop around the house. It's oh, so it's so cute. Like all of a sudden you're just cooking or you're playing with the kids and then a precious a bunny rabbit. hops past. You're like, like what, what is, is this? this? Easter Snow Sunday? <laughs> what is this? A Disney movie? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's what is this cute. bunny gonna do? It's pretty cute. What is this bunny gonna do? <laughs> anyway, back to the advice here. Back to the advice. I have one that correlates to our episode last week or earlier this week or okay. whenever the hell that was. Um, my best friend's fiance made a move on me, and I very clearly shut him down. Should I tell her? Yes, I agree. Yes, you know I was fiance. I had, She's about yeah. to tie the knot with this person. Yeah. Save her. You know that I had my own personal opinions about like not wanting to know this is your best friend and they are going to be getting married you you're going to be tell res- her you're res- 
otherwise you are responsible like for i think you're responsible for her getting in a relationship with someone who's a cheater yes and also understand understand anytime now let's just say that they you don't say anything anytime your friend comes to you and is like i'm so let's just say his name is todd i'm so frustrated that todd has been da 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 all you're going to be thinking about is that time that todd came on to you like, you're not going to be able to clearly help your friend out, give advice. It's going to be this thing weighing on you that you know that she doesn't know. And then if she finds out that you hid that from her, I mean, can you? that's going to be so painful. I think you should just talk in factual things to your, yes. par- to your friend. So don't say, your fiance, I don't know how to tell you this, but your fiance came on to me. It, it was disgusting. I would never, I want you to know I would never... I think you should just talk in yeah. factual stuff and be like, hey, I need to tell you something that's kind of weird. I'm yes. not, I don't want to make any like accusations, yes. but I just have to tell you because I would feel guilty otherwise. If like something were to happen, I just didn't tell you because I got a weird feeling and just use pure facts. Yes. I was walking to the, you know, whatever it is, the kitchen island and, and he kind of like slipped my, his hand around my waist, you know, and kind of pulled me in and. I just, we have never interacted like that before and it made me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then he said, hey, little mama, you know, do you want my dick up in you? And I said, you know, this is uncomfortable. I don't think, so, yeah. Um, I think that's (laughs) 10 out of 10 advice. Staying calm and giving the exact situation to your friend. You don't want to, you don't want to, I've seen this go bad where then people can be like, my boyfriend whatever like would never you know if you just like give purely factual just say i know this is super uncomfortable and it might be painful but i did want to i just wanted to let you know what happened because it made me feel uncomfortable yeah. um and this is exactly what happened yeah because if you don't give specific then she might go to her fiance and then she doesn't have specifics and then he might try to twist it on you if you are clear about what happened it'll make that and what is really hard about this is she might be like, I don't know, is this, it, it, she might not believe you and or she might believe you and she might stay with him and you have to be willing to accept yes, that. Yes, you have to be okay with that. As her friend, I know you might be going like, what is wrong with you? But you can't live her life for her. All you can be accountable is to yourself and know that you did the right thing by sharing that with yeah. her and regardless of what her choice is, that's her choice. But at least she knows what happened and you don't have to carry that burden you're not responsible for that i just glanced at the first page and i'm okay there's there's one this question has me dead and i just have to bring it up speak it then there's two hilarious ones um there's a lot here that i want to go over but this one really cracks me up how would you describe selfless love what do you do if your partner isn't giving it and this just cracks well, me up <laughs> because I'm going to make a a statement that perhaps people will disagree with me on. There's no such thing as selfless love. No, first of all, that's yeah. I don't think I believe in completely selfless love. No, if you that's toxic actually. If 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 you're in my opinion, if you're participating in selfless love, um 24/7 of course there are, I think there are acts of selflessness of, of course you know you have to act selflessly towards your children to to your part but like but, but selfless but is weird that's when, a fucking weird term by the way but when you're 
when all that you have is yourself and your brain is making sure that every organ in your body is trying to keep you alive and help you breathe and all these things, um, how can anything ever be fully selfless? Because your body needs to pr- also protect you and think of you. Like, yeah. I, I, that's always just always been a strange fr- like phrase to me is selfless love. Like I totally hear, you know, gracious, forgiving, um, those types of things. But serving, serving, like, I think that's I think that's good. I believe that people can do things without an agenda to a certain extent, but fully selfless love. I sure don't know. Maybe no, I'm too much of a skeptic. I, but. No, I think that is a thing. And I do think it's toxic. I think it's when someone is willing to do anything for their partner at the expense of their own like mental or emotional health. But don't you think ultimately that is somewhat self-serving because there's a level of like validation. Validation. Yeah. And like True. this is filling a need for me. True. But then someone might. Yeah. I mean, but then someone might like literally have zero love for themselves at yeah. all. And so they might like literally just think they're a piece of shit and then just oh, think that their yeah. only purpose in life is yeah. to serve someone else or give yeah. of themselves to someone else. Um, that's dark. But I don't think that this for some reason, there's something about this question that makes me think that it's not the case here because <sighs> I just laugh <laughs> because uh, I do the same thing. What is or I guess you could say what is like not selfish love? What do you do if your partner isn't giving that to you and you need that from them is very valid, but it just makes me laugh because uh, oftentimes we all get caught up in what is my partner not doing for me? Mm-hmm. And look, if you really believe that you are that much better a uh, lover and partner than they are, then don't be with them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Pure and simple. Why are why then they're not? Then they're not the person. And don't make yourself the martyr in this situation no. of like I am always giving. I am always serving him. He doesn't do shit for me. Okay, then it's time to just it's no. Find someone else mm-hmm. or be alone. To quit trying to make this person into something they're not. Mm-hmm. If they're not it. Also, I think that um, our episode with uh, Mark Wahlberg actually he really talked a lot about this. Wow, he really nailed. He really hit it out of the park. He yeah. was talking a lot about uh, detachment and and that form of of love and what that looks like. Would highly recommend listening to that episode. Um, and also really discussed projecting things mm. and what that looks like in a relationship, and like focusing on yourself and mm-hmm. what you can do differently, even if you think that you are doing everything you possibly can i don't know just kind of shifting that focus because sometimes you can get really caught up in like this person isn't doing enough for me serving Mm -hmm. me this is episode 350 by the way called cheating isn't about you that is the episode with mark Wahlberg. i think it will answer honestly a lot of your questions yes i mean i have to that's an episode that i'll be re-listening to it's so good um also also, Temptation Island, they announced it's coming out in March, the new oh, wow. season. That's exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch our king but, dole out all of his good advice. There is a lot of stuff now that's coming out on Peacock. I guess that's on Peacock. I've been mm-hmm. hearing about that more and more lately. I love watching Peacock. Do you have it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? This is a tangent, but I wrote this down earlier this week. Tell me what your least favorite streaming service is. Um, 
You know what mine is? What? Fucking Hulu. What <laughs> other streaming service makes you pay for their streaming service? Yeah. And then watch... 15 minutes of ads I was about throughout to, your show. I was about to say Hulu was the one that came to mind right away. Um, but I do love so many things that are on no, no, Hulu. No, no, no. I'm talking about the streaming service. Yeah, no, then Hulu, it's garbage. Garbage? Even though it... Oh, but that's the thing, that too. I like that you can watch live television on Hulu. That's true. But live television aside, like, okay, if I'm watching live TV, I get it. I'll watch the ads. That's mm-hmm. like live TV. Sure, sure. But when I'll you accept it, but when I'm trying to watch Real Housewives of Orange County the next day, and there's 75 ads, and they all last for like five minutes, dude, and not even next day, you can watch like season seven, you mm-hmm. know, of Real Housewives, and and I'm already paying for Hulu, exactly, yeah. ridiculous, ungodly, ungodly. <laughs> okay, speaking of ungodly, unfathomable, new kink. How would y'all react to your BF wanting you to you to act dead during sex? I don't really care. No, I don't think it. Okay. But what's different? Yeah. <sighs> Dead versus asleep. That's this is my question. What's the difference? It wouldn't it wouldn't <laughs> bother me if Evan was like act dead. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> sure. Whatever. If that's what you want to do. It's not my thing, but okay. I would be thrown off if this kind of came out of the blue. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So if we went from like no kinks in the set in the bedroom, like if it was like we were always having kind of, you know, point A to point B sex, sure. whatever. And then all of a sudden Evan goes act dead. Uh, I would be a little thrown off. I'd be like, where did this come from? Logistically, what's the difference between someone acting dead and asleep? I I suppose if you're asleep, you could wake up. I suppose. Maybe you maybe you can if if the kink makes you uncomfortable, which it seems like it might be making you uncomfortable because you're asking. Maybe ask, what about if I pretend I'm asleep and propose that question and see what your partner's reaction is? If they're like, if they have reasoning, like just, I would just take into consideration what they're saying. Dead's, yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah, because I can understand that that would make somebody uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> maybe I wouldn't be comfortable with it. I don't know. You start going down the road. Yeah, I start to like- think it might actually give me anxiety. I might kind of maybe start to panic. I don't know. I would be interested to hear from, yeah, again, I'd be interested to hear from your partner if you could pretend that you're asleep. Yeah, kind of just be like curled up cutely on the bed, not like, yeah. Is this a thing of like, you just don't want me to move? Necro? Yeah, I. the more i think about it the more you know no king shaming here but i would like to (laughs) but if you're uncomfortable with it which again you're asking the question it seems like you may be okay like this tips on bj's bf really wants me to but i don't have any interest in sucking dick so so don't suck his dick ding 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 no i'm not comfortable with that i really don't want to and have any interest do you want me doing something sexually that i don't enjoy i didn't think so bitch reread the question to me again tips on bj's or which one? Yeah, that, that one? one. That one. Tips on BJ's. BF really wants me to, but I don't have any interest in sucking dick. Okay. Well, I mean, if you haven't tried it, try it. I was going to say, is the, is the, the, I do think there's a difference between like, it's like, I don't, I don't think I'm into it, but you haven't tried but it But you yet. haven't tried it versus I don't enjoy doing it. If you right. don't enjoy doing it, don't do it. Right. 
I do think give something a shot because you might be surprised. No, you might end up if you, if you really if you are really grossed out by the idea and you haven't tried it and you're like, I do not want to put your, my mouth on your penis. Yeah. Don't. You don't, don't do have it. to try don't it. Make you, don't put yourself in an uncomfortable position but in, I do, in an intimate encounter. This is a passive way of saying it, though. I don't have any interest in sucking dick. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's not like you're repelled by it. So you might give it a chance. You mm-hmm. might like it. Yeah. Maybe the, the, the last partner you were with had an unsavory situation. Mm. And so you're kind of like, nah, it's going to be a pass for me. And maybe yeah. your new partner, it might be different. Yeah. But if it's like, I don't like to do that, then don't do it. If no. you don't want to do it, don't do Same it. Same with acting dead. You don't want to act dead, don't, don't act Don't dead. act dead. Don't act dead. <laughs> what about, and like, okay, here's another one. It's not funny because this is a, not a great situation. Hate my husband's foot fetish. How do I make him stop slash get over it? First of all, you can't make someone stop being into something. That's silly. (laughs) Now, my question would be, if you're not comfortable being the muse to his foot (laughs) fetish, okay, if you're not comfortable being the uncut joms to his foot fetish and you're like i don't want you interacting that way with my feet in the bedroom then then you can be like no i don't i don't feel comfortable with this and i don't want to participate i don't enjoy this i don't enjoy this i don't want to participate with your foot fetish in our in our sex life but if he has a foot fetish then he's going to be probably wanting to look at other people's feet online and do all that and i don't well, I think it, it is. I think oh, it. it I, I do think it is fair to be like. No shame to you, but like this makes me like uncomfortable, makes me feel weird. Mm-hmm. I just kind of rather not like know. Like, I don't really want to hear about you complimenting someone's feet. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> when you're you know, with your friends, just ask everyone to wear closed toed shoes. Like, I don't really want like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really want to participate in that. And I don't really want to be like involved in it. I'm really sorry, but I just can't fulfill that that specific need for you. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. But I think you just got to say, I really don't enjoy this. And like, I wouldn't want you to do something for me that you like you truly don't enjoy or that makes you uncomfortable. Right, of course. So like, I hope that's okay that I just, that, you know. Of course. Don't feel comfortable being involved. And I don't really want to know about it. I feel like... In our segments today with all of these questions, there's been there's been a real constant and that's hardline boundaries. Yeah. And that's what this year is. This is a hardline boundary year. You got to know yourself, though, to know what you're what. And this person sounds like they know what they don't like. Of course. Like, of course. Got to know yourself so you can know what you want or don't want. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And growth. And like in some of these other situations, it's like growth is important. Uh, you know, uh, being kind to those around you is important. But when you have a boundary, y- you you need to. But like Mark Wahlberg says, you cannot impose your will upon someone else. Of course. So you can't make your husband not be into foot fetishes. You can't make your boyfriend not want a blowjob. You can't, you no, can't but make you, your friend a better friend. Right. But what you can control is you can control saying, I'm not comfortable giving blowjobs yeah. and I don't want to be your foot muse and in I don't want to be your friend anymore. And I don't want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> And I don't like your 
uh, brother's uh, girlfriend and yeah. I don't like your parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm cutting you out and I'm cutting you out and, and I'm cutting done. you out and I'm cutting you out because none of you are exactly what I want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the theme of today. Yeah. Better to be alone than with people that bug you occasionally, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. I love living just kind of the hermit lifestyle. Yeah. I love living in my little cave. Than ever having to deal with conflict. Of course. Yeah. I don't like conflict and I don't like growth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, Broads, we have a fun episode on Tuesday. Oh, yes, Broads. Make sure you turn it, uh, tune into the bros on Friday. And on Tuesday, Taylor Tomlinson amazing comedian will be in the studio. I'm so excited. She is so funny. She has a new special coming out in a couple weeks. So exciting. Um, and then, Becca, this weekend we're going away for your B-Day, so I'm sure next week we'll have some fun stories to talk about. We're going south of the border, baby, yes, and drinking a lot of wine. It's going to get weird, and we will report back. Um, and, Brods, thanks for going on this wild ride of an episode with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. Chat soon, Brods. Chat soon, we love you. Wah, 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 wah.